In the name of God, who is creating, redeeming, and sustaining, amen. I hope that you noticed that the canticle that we heard sung on page three was none other than Hannah's song. So that preceded her story. And then following her story, of course, we heard the Magnificat, Mary's song. Both Hannah's song and Mary's song share something with our gospel reading from Mark. They all describe an undoing or a destruction of one world or one way of living alongside the eclipse of something new. They are all apocalyptic in their tone. Hannah sings, The bows of the mighty are broken, but the feeble gird on strength. The Lord raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap. Mary, who would have been raised in the Hebrew tradition and presumably knew Hannah's story and Hannah's song, she sings, The Lord has scattered the proud. He has put down the mighty and exalted, the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. And then Jesus, faithfully and lovingly raised by his blessed mother Mary, says to his disciple, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. Do you hear the common thread? Can you hear the theme passed down from Hannah to Mary to Jesus? Our texts in the lectionary are not always connected and interwoven in the way I hear them today. But when reflecting on these texts side by side this week, I began to imagine Mary singing to Jesus as a child, singing to Jesus before bed, singing the same words we hear prayed every Sunday at Evensong, and the same words some people pray daily at evening prayer, the Magnificat. I began to imagine Jesus at the age of five or six cuddling in close to his mother, Mary. Mama, sing that one about the poor being raised up and the proud being scattered again. Sing the song that you sang to God while I was still in your tummy. Perhaps that's a silly thing to imagine. But if you were once a child, which I believe you were, and if your parents ever sang to you, which I hope they did, then perhaps it's not too far-fetched to presume the same would have been true of Jesus and Mary. I say all of this because our readings today about closed-up wombs and buildings destroyed are not easy to hear. They are texts that we wrestle with. 
and they speak to universal truths each of us holds tenderly throughout our lives. When have you felt barren? Or when have you felt the world turned upside down? Are you in that space now? Or are you walking alongside someone you love, someone suffering their own barrenness, emptiness, upheaval, or destruction? These things are true of us, and they are hard. Barrenness comes in different forms. It could be an idea or a job you keep waiting to materialize, or it could be that you are out of ideas. It could be a profound longing for companionship, a lover or a friend, or perhaps a longing for a sense of adequacy and enoughness. Apocalypse can come in different forms, too. Our lives can be turned upside down by so many things. Broken bodies, broken minds, broken hearts, broken relationships, broken promises. So many forms of destruction that can feel like the end of the world. My world was turned upside down a few weeks ago when I learned one of my nearest and dearest is battling cancer once again. I am full of hopefulness that she'll beat this and be healed. And I also cry scared and angry tears almost every day. Hannah says to Eli, I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. I have been pouring out my soul. And that is what I do every morning before the rest of my house wakes up. Whatever barrenness or apocalypse you face, you are not alone. You are not alone. No matter what season of life you find yourself in today, I invite you to try something this week. Try pouring out your soul to the Lord like Hannah. Pour out your soul to the Lord who lovingly created you. Pour out your soul to God without worrying about how to do it. Eli thought Hannah was drunk. Don't worry about how. Just start talking or writing or singing or walking. Pour out your soul to God. And then pray the song of Hannah or the song of Mary. Take this leaflet home with you so that you can do so. Maybe the Magnificat could become your bedtime song as well. Hold whatever barrenness or destruction or heartache you have in one hand. And hold God's promises of redemption in the other. And bring them together at your heart. And as you hold them together at your heart, may you know the fullness of God who holds you at all times 
and in all places and in all things. Amen.